Well, what play? This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, Strong and Powerful, Rebecca Aragoni. Rebecca, are you ready to do this? Absolutely. All right, let's go. Rebecca is the CEO of Lodi. They're a company dedicated to helping people regain their online privacy by utilizing facial recognition technology and identifying whether or not there are any intimate images or videos on the internet of you. Rebecca, uh, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Yeah, I'm uh, married with three kids. I live in Seattle. I have a giant puppy that's about 90 pounds, and that takes up a lot of my time, along with, you know, starting uh, a brand new company. And um, But it's been really exciting. We've been having a lot of fun with it. Three kids and a 90-pound dog. Is the dog yeah. the largest of the uh, children? He's a Bernese mountain dog, and he is the largest child. Yes. <laughs> Was the dog there before the kids or during? No, he, he, we got him uh, just, just a year ago. Uh, so he's been a very welcome addition, but he is definitely a lot of work. He's a big dog. So I'm, yeah. that's why I do weightlifting though. <laughs> okay. Now, now, now it all makes sense. Right. <laughs> so Lodi, how did that, how did that come to be? Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, I had run operations for another AI company and, um, we were working on a facial recognition project for another company. And, uh, we started thinking up the idea for Lodi and, you know, with this client's permission, we kind of used a similar, um, algorithms and data set to kind of, you know, create this product. Um, and, you know, it's still, it's a, it, we still use facial recognition and, um, basically can find out if people have any non-consensual intimate images um, or videos on the internet, also known as revenge porn. Um, and then Lodi can help users take those images or videos down via the federal law called the Digital Millennium Copyright Act or the DMCA. So you became familiar with, 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 with the technology that could and does mm -hmm. um, fix this problem. But yeah, absolutely. What, 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 what was the motivator? Did you just, you came to realize, wow, this is a huge problem? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I am not a victim of revenge porn, um, but there was a point in my life that I was sexually assaulted. And, you know, you do, that does stick with you. You think, you know, what if there are photos or images of me during this really intimate motive? moment. Um, and for millions of people, um, in fact, one in three women are sexually assaulted. Um, they they don't know if these images could potentially be out there. Um, 10 million people in the United States are affected by intimate image abuse, also known as revenge porn. Um, these terms are often interchangeable, but image abuse is the more preferred term because it isn't actually about revenge. Um, it could be someone's voyeuristic pleasure. And more importantly, the word revenge also implies that the victim did something that was deserving of this act. Um, the word porn conflates nude photos of oneself and materials that are meant for public consumption. Um, and so I do use the word revenge porn because colloquially known, um, that's that's what it's known for, but off, and often what people are searching also. Uh, but when they do want information, more information about it, we do use the term intimate image abuse. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a way better term. So 10 million people, and that's probably an estimate. I wouldn't be surprised if it was if it was a lot higher than that. Absolutely. It's just what's reported. Um, and that's, of course, many people don't. It does go unreported. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hmm. 
All right. And so you mentioned that 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 there is an existing law. What was that again? Yeah, there is a um, so there is no federal regulations around specifically non-consensual intimate images, um, but there is kind of a way around it. And it's called the DMCA or the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Um, and essentially, people are able to uh, use this act by saying that I did not give consent for my image or my video to be uploaded to um, the Internet with it's it was done without my consent. Um, and so they're able to enforce um, this law. So it doesn't affect the hosting sites that are hosting the images or the videos, um, but it does uh, allow the the person who's in the media to be able to get that image taken down. There are some state laws that do, so there are the majority of state laws that do have laws prohibiting this, ranges from a misdemeanor to a felony, um, but it's been a difficult process to enforce and process um, and it can also be pretty tra- traumatizing for the victims. I'm uh, I'm sure. All right. So how does how does Lodi actually work? Like, how does it actually how does it know what's what is or what's not on the internet? Yeah. Uh, so what we do is we have a whole team of uh, data scientists and engineers. Um, and we're able to um, essentially collect all public um, images and videos from user-generated adult websites. Um, so we're not going after anything that's professional. It's what's user-generated, and it's not behind a paywall. Um, and so what people can do is if they are wanting to see if they have any media out there that has been uploaded without their consent, um, they're able to go to the site and upload a profile picture of themselves we're able to um, essentially use data points that can map their face. And then we match those to the data sets that we have already, and then we'll serve them those results. Okay. So if I'm curious, you can use use an image of my face and, and use the resources you have. And mm-hmm. it pops up and said, oh, okay. Actually, George, there are some images of you or some videos of you on this uh, one or two whatever it might be this 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 website right and due to the digital millennium con copyright act what what can i do what 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 happens from there yeah um so our our data sets we do have about a 98 percent accuracy um so we do have thresholds in place so even if we're not totally sure um about an image we do still show it to you just in case there isn't a match um and then uh if there is a match the users are able to essentially save this to uh like an inbox and then we will assist them through that dmca takedown process we do um it isn't uh it isn't like secret information you don't need to go through a service. We actually do highlight it on our website, how people can remove it themselves. Um, Sometimes it can be pretty lengthy. And um, oftentimes we found that the hosting sites won't actually remove it unless there's like a lawyer involved or it's looking like the request is more professional. Um, And so when we come in, we actually have a formal letter that we send to these companies requesting that it gets taken down. And that's been uh, about two days uh, turnaround time, um, but we we haven't seen it more than two weeks. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario, we we find my image on XYZ site. Mm-hmm. We send them. We, we 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 follow the steps. We 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 submit a letter to them. 
and they don't respond or they tell me to to get lost what is is there is there a legal intervention available to me there is not through our company, but we do offer resources for people to be able to reach out. Um, there are a bunch of established uh, nonprofits and other companies in this space already, um, and we do we are developing partnerships with some of uh, the nonprofits as well, um, so that we can even get access to Lodi to the people who who really do need it and may not be able to afford it. Um, we do try to make it an affordable option for individuals as well as content creators, um, because uh, individuals aren't just victims of, you know, non-consensual intimate images and media being uploaded without consent. Um, there are content creators in the same uh, space that are trying to make a living and um, people are stealing their content. Hmm. And so we're able to, to find that as well. Um, so if we aren't able to get it taken down, which so far we've had um, a pretty high success rate, I can think of just a couple where we've had to have like a human intervention with it. Um, but we do offer resources uh, for people to to find um, lawyers or other options. Interesting. That, mm-hmm. uh, that certainly if I am a content creator and it is, it is the way that I earn a living is to, is to, is to sell images of myself and then all of a sudden somebody's stealing it and putting it out there where where people can access it without paying then that is mm-hmm. a huge problem i hadn't thought about yeah, that absolutely so are there a finite number of i think you mentioned it's it's user generated sites Yes. How many are there? Is it an infinite number? Is it hundreds, it thousands? It really is. It's millions. Uh, we have, uh, we've gone through millions of images and videos so far. Um, and we're constantly adding uh, new information with our with our system. Uh, so that way people can even just set up automatic alerts. Um, so say somebody, you know, signs on and wants to see if there's anything of them and there isn't, thankfully, um, there's always new user generated content being added all the time. And so we will keep going back to those sites and then keep checking for people. Do you think that, that, hmm. Are we becoming more aware of the risk of this um, as as we live in a more digital age um, of putting our own images online? Are we doing that less? I, I guess the question is, do you see trends? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've noticed that uh, the it looks like it's affecting um, people between the ages of 18 and 34, um, which makes sense because those are the generations that have had more access to technology and phones and sharing of media. Um, and there, there have been so many reports that are so many instances of this that have just gone unreported. Um, but also because of the fact that we do have more technology, um, it's just more easy. It's just easier for people to be able to find this information now um, and then, you know, take it down or, you know, in the past, I feel like that wasn't really even an option um, because people just didn't even know that it was even out there. Yeah. Interesting. Is there, is there an appetite um, from a, from a legislative perspective? I, I think that you mentioned that there are certain states or municipalities that have laws in place, but do you see, um, more more laws on the horizon. 
I do actually. Uh, we actually have a lawmaker in Washington that is um, uh, starting to take more initiatives with uh, revenge porn. And we're actually really hoping to be able to kind of get on the ground floor with a lot of the legislation around it, um, especially with using AI and facial recognition. I think there's a lot of misinformation um, around uh, the use of AI and facial recognition and a lot of ethics that go involved with it. Um, you know, it's a really new technology and it's changing so quickly. Um, we try to be as transparent as possible with, you know, what media we are we are looking at, um, what we keep from users. Um, in fact, we have like a it's it's by default. Um, there is no data that's saved from users aside from the one profile picture that they upload themselves. Um, but we don't do any training on any of the, the information that's uploaded. Um, we do really believe that um, that people's image should they should have autonomy with that. I mean, it really does go against the whole ethos of our of our company. We're trying to get you know these images and videos taken down for people. Um, so we are not going to be a part of you know hanging on to this biometric data of other people. But um, we do want to have a say. You know, we do want to have some of, sort of an influence um, in the legislative sphere. Um, I think that. There's a lot of misinformation around it, but also a lot of room for growth and just to have these tools available to people. Well, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Um, you're familiar with the name, image, and likeness uh, mm -hmm. deal with the NCAA athletes. Do you see parallels of, 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 of any kind? Um, yeah, so we... Um, we actually have uh, some people in our sphere that um, are also working with uh, like deep fakes um, and, you know, trying to find um, trying to trying to basically being able to to invoke the DMC Act with that as well. Um, right now, Lodi is specifically just focusing on um, on adult content um, and user generated specifically at that. But I do think that this technology will eventually be able to cross over into other sectors um, and even help with um, maybe just like, like overall reputation management. We're definitely not there yet. We definitely just want to keep our our focus a little bit smaller and specifically help um, these people. Um, it's largely uh, it's disproportionately affecting uh, women and LGBTQIA plus communities. Um, and so this is kind of where we're wanting to keep our focus right now. What is the breakdown, just roughly? Oh, um, I don't have that stat specifically. Um, I can definitely get that back to you. But it is um, it is mostly women and then um, LGBTQIA plus communities. Um, men are, of course, uh, affected. I think that um, it's probably underreported just because of the stigma around um, men's mental health and asking for support and just uh, sexual assault in general. Um, but from the stats that we have, um, it's disproportionately affecting uh, these other groups. Got it. Mm -hmm. What do you wish that more people knew about this? Um, I do hope that it does open up more more uh, more conversations just around um, uh, just around uh, non-consensual intimate images and media in general um, and and um, you know more conversations around AI and facial recognition and ethics 
Um, I do think that Lodi is going to be able to provide a really amazing service for people um, and also content creators too, being able to keep track of just their media and maintaining their income as well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, certainly. So how can uh, walk us through the, 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 the process for working with Lodi and just yeah. how, how it all works? Absolutely. So people can head over to uh, golodi.com. We have multiple blog posts highlighting how to do a DMCA takedown on your own, um, romantic and platonic relationships and dating advice um, that has been researched and written by our on-staff psychologist. Um, and then in-depth explanations about how Lodi works. Um, we do offer resources for victims and are actually working you know, on more partnerships with multiple nonprofits just to be able to bring Lodi to people for free as well. Um, there are multiple plans to help individuals and, of course, creators search for content um, and be able to get it removed if Lodi found anything. Um, and then we have our whole onboarding flow. People can do an initial search uh, just by uploading a simple profile image. We'll walk them through that first search and then serve them their results. There is no initial commitment payment, um, just a free search that people get to do and have uh, peace of mind. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Rebecca your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to golodi.com. It's G-O-L-O-T-I.com and learn about the DMCA process, the DMCA takedown process. Check out the dating advice that they've put together and take advantage of the free search as well. Thanks, Karen Bracca. Yeah, thank you so much. And until next time, remember... Do your part by doing your best.